It's the Winning Ticket Podcast, where having fun is minus 1,000. With your hosts, Dean Contrino, Joe Hoffman, Zach Nasciolo, and Johnny Della Luna. Hello, faithful family. You're listening to the Winning Ticket Podcast. I'm your host, Again, Joe, I am joined once more by Tyler from Sports Card Kings. Uh, this is the second installment here for our sports card series. Had a lot of good feedback on the first one. Uh, Tyler, dude, how was your 4th of July, man? To start off with that. It was excellent. We didn't have a lot of fireworks here this year in Maryland, but that's okay. It was nice to see a small group of family grill out, drink a couple beers, etc. Yeah, man. Yeah, same here. Um, the only fireworks were in... Tom's River in New Jersey, and that's like a good hour away from me, but it is what it is. Um, you know, I was just happy to at least be outside doing something, but I mean, we got to, as long as there's uh, the Corona stuff going on, the, the big thing in the world is a little sports news here and there. So the fact that we have two very important quarterbacks making headlines, I would love to lead it off with that first. So the first one we just heard maybe an hour ago, I'm literally working, and a friend of mine shot me a text. It looks like Mahomes is locked in for the better part of a decade. It looks like it's even more than than 10 years. So from a sports card perspective, what does that do to his card? He's locked in with the Chiefs. We know they're a high-powered offense. They have tons of tools around him. Andy Reid is an offensive genius. He's going to be putting up these numbers. I mean, what is what is this kind of money, and what is this kind of security – do for Pat Mahomes in the, in the sports card market? Well, it's really good uh, to start off because the collectability just went way up. Uh, pretty much whenever a player is going to be in the same uniform for the majority of their playing days, it makes the collectability go way up. So now all of these, I, I expect to see a spike in the Prism rookies. I expect to see a spike in the Prism silvers. I expect to see a spike even in the contenders inserts which aren't as nice as the Prism, but still very highly collectible cards. I think that the fact that the Chiefs put so much faith into him to give him a 10-year deal uh, worth, I believe it's about $40 million a year. I mean, that's a baseball contract for a football player that is in a very quarterback-friendly league in the sense that they get a lot of flags and they get a lot of help from the refs. But that's also a huge risk, in my opinion, for the Chiefs because he just had that knee injury last year. God forbid something like that happens again. And he may possibly never play if the injury is bad enough. So to lock up yeah. that much money on guaranteed money, that's, that's, that shows a lot of faith and also a lot of risk in the part of Kansas City. Yeah, I think that there's a really good chance he wins two more MVPs and two more Super Bowls. You know, for the next – this is pretty much – he's going to be a Chief his whole career. So I would say if I was making the line here and they don't have this line anywhere uh, in Vegas or any sports book in Jersey, I would put it at two and a half. Cause I think that's a really good, really good number. I mean, they're going to be perennial. They're going to be in the uh, division. They're going to win the division. I mean, um, I would say nine out of the 12 years, at least that's probably the minimum. And uh, it's interesting. You mentioned uniformity. I didn't really think about that, but now that I'm thinking about it more, you know, as someone who, who jumps around team to team, might not be as popular as getting that that first card where Mahomes, he's got the signature. I have a couple of Mahomes rookies, so I know. He's got the signature hair in those pictures. He's right. got the Chiefs jersey. Everything looks like he's going to look when he's 40. You know, Brady Correct. is the same way. 
So he's Correct. kind of like that blue chip, like Michael Jordan version of the NFL. So I wouldn't be surprised if we see some of his cards. I mean, I, I don't, I don't have the exact stats, but when I purchased it, it might've been like in the six, $700 range for, I think I have a, a parallel prism or, and maybe like an optic or something like that. But let's say it's like six, 700 was my, my first purchase from Mahomes. We could be looking at eight, 900, you know, in a week or two. I mean, that's, that's how liquid this, this market goes, but that's really interesting uh, that you mentioned uniformity. Now, as far as this next guy, it's funny that I bring up Brady, and it's funny that I bring up uniformity. There's not too much uniformity with Cam Newton. He's the second quarterback that has been in the news here uh, as of late. So I want to get your take from a card perspective here. I want to give more of a, of a football-style background on how I think the Patriots are going to uh, get to the playoffs and then further beyond that. But I'd love to hear your take on what his cards have done in the past week and maybe what we expect to see during this season as well. Of course, of course. So luckily, I have Adam Schefter's uh, personal Twitter notifications on. So as soon as Cam got traded, we knew. Um, at that point, I placed a buy on pretty much all Cam rookie cards as they were super cheap, but especially the tops and the tops Chrome. Uh, we bought them up for around $10. Some of them even graded PSA 10 for around 30 and they've now been selling for around 150 for PSA 10, same card. Uh, so that was a super quick flip for people that are in my group. But going forward, I would really err to the side of caution on Cam Newton. I do not believe he will be the Patriots week one starter. I do not think that Bill Belichick will ruin Jared Stidham's confidence like that. I do not think that he would praise him so much, have the defense praise him so much, and then bench him. I think that would be a huge detriment to his confidence. And I think that if Cam Newton were to be the week one starter, that Jared Stidham would never start a game barring Cam's injury for the New England Patriots. So I've been high on Stidham this whole time. Um, I think he looked pretty decent at Auburn around a lackluster offense. Um, but I, I do think that Cam Newton is nothing more than an insurance policy for the New England Patriots. That's truly what I believe. I think he is there to mentor Stidham. And if Stidham comes in and starts one and four or two and five or something like that, that's when the reins are going to be switched over to Cam. Do you have any Jared Stidham cards? I have a lot. And I mean, I, I was buying Stidham when he first came out because I, I felt like he was, you know, kind of, waiting in the wings to take over this New England dynasty. Um, and then as I bought cheap and then they didn't draft a quarterback and then the defense came out and they praised them. The cards have just gone up, 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 up. They've taken a slight hit since they've signed Cam Newton, but not the hit that you would really expect. There still seems to be a ton of confidence in the card community around Jarrett Stidham. Yeah. So if you're still a buyer of Stidham and you do think that Stidham's going to start, seems like you got a little bit of a discount here. You might've had like a good 20, 30% off on some of his cards. The, the value Correct. hasn't plummeted, but it looks like it's about a 20% across the board, a 20% discount. So I, I'm on the other side. I think that for seven mil, I think that they're going to have Cam start. Now, I, I used to be 50-50 on that, but uh, just as I'm reading into it more, I, I think that Cam is way more cerebral than people think. Um, and to all the listeners, you guys know I'm a huge Cam Newton guy. So I'm doing my best to toe the line and give you guys legit a prediction here not just yeah cam's gonna win mvp super bowl everything's great we love cam he's gonna wear cool hats and all that i think that the system fit for cam is sneaky better than people think you have to be intelligent he's one of the most intelligent quarterbacks out there if you don't believe it that's fine i'm 100 positive that he is top five intelligence level quarterback in the league 
time will prove me to be correct there. I've watched enough of his games and watched enough of the all 22 film and all sorts of um, just different film that the, that the Panthers have in different QB school, uh, QB school, JTO Sullivan, QB school, huge fan of JTO Sullivan. But anyway, I, uh, I'm getting off track here. I would say best in, best thinker, one of the best thinkers at the quarterback position. I'm going to say probably one of the best quarterbacks athletes that we've ever seen. And then third, and this is the only knock on him, you got to be accurate as a Patriots quarterback. Short range, he's been great accuracy-wise. Now, that could be because of Greg Olson and McCaffrey and uh, just kind of the offense that Norv Turner put in um, at the end of his tenure over there in in Carolina. But they're going to do a lot of spread stuff like they did in Carolina. We're going to see Edelman open a lot because of the schemes. We're going to see James White. We're going to see Michelle. They're going to lean heavily on the run, just like they always do. I think this is a crazy good fit. And we're going to see Cam maybe five or six times be able to run at the goal line, do cool third and four bootleg type stuff. And that's going to make his cards go up. But this is all contingent on two things, health and if he starts. So I'm totally with you there. Like you got to pay attention to see if he starts or not. I'm, I'm leaning on the side that he will. However, if he doesn't, you need to be able to hedge. If you're going to pick up a couple cams, or maybe you already have because they're in your, in your Discord, it, you, you got to be able to hedge with some stidums here. So I think that's both sides of it. I think that that's probably the best advice that we can give. Whatever side you're on, um, just pick your poison here. I think that you probably have a pretty decent strategy now. So, all right, we got the NFL stuff out of the way. Um, tell me about some of your, your recent wins. I mean, that's kind of – I'm sure Cam was a recent win for you. It sounds like you guys did great in your channel. Another benefit of being a part of your channel for sure. So give me some more recent wins. I know when we stopped recording last time, you had a Colin Kaepernick sell. I mean, like literally as soon as I hit the stop button and we said, all right, we definitely got to remember to bring that up. So tell me about that one. Tell me if you got any other ones and we'll just kind of share back and forth. Yeah, so since we left off last time, I've actually sold six Colin Kaepernick cards that I bought for an average price of $7 two years ago. They were the PSA 10 2011 tops, I believe, passing variation. Um, so I wow. bought them for around $7 each. I sold one for $150. I sold one for $183. I sold one for $210. And I sold one for $232. Um, and they seem to only be trending up. Uh, the reason that they are trending up so much is because of Colin's work in you know, social justice and stuff like that. He also just this morning signed a deal with Disney um, with his production company, I believe. So that was a huge win for him. And I think that uh, once again, we're going to be seeing Colin in the news and in the movie scene, the documentary scene for a long time to come. Besides him, we've had some big wins on Jaron Jackson Jr. His prism base rookie card, we told members to buy um, around May 14th for about $70 per card. Now, two months later, they're up to 170, so that's 126% ROI in less than two months. Um, let's see here. Tyler Hero, uh, Prism Base rookie card from 2019 from this year. We were telling members to buy at around 90 um, on May 13th. Now, two months later, they are at 170, so that's 112% ROI in less than two months. That's um, great. I actually have a couple of those, too. I didn't even check. You, sometimes I have so many that I just I put them, and I'm not going to move them until live sports come back. And right. I, I, I have probably some unrealized gains that I haven't even cashed in on yet. Right. Another one was Kuzma, um, Kyle Kuzma. Let's see, his, um, his 2017 Prism rookie card 
around May 22nd was selling for right under $60. Now, two months later, it's already up to 130. So that's 140% wow. ROI. So, you know, I mean, these are just some of the, some of the bigger ones. There was another one that I was actually looking for. Oh, um, so this is a guy that I'm really high on. I think he's going to be directly linked to Acuna and a deep Braves run in the um, MLB postseason this year. And that's the Ozzy Albies, Topps Chrome Baseball 2018 base PSA 10. I told members to buy around May 1st for right under $30. Now, two months later, they're already at 80. So that's 166% ROI in less than two months. Wow, that is quite impressive, my friend. I'm going to uh, I'm gonna check some of these these rookie NBA guys that I have because I shot a bunch over actually to get graded. When I say a bunch, I shot like 85 cards over to get graded over at uh, – Wow. Yeah, dude. I, I, I was – and it, believe me, it cost quite a, a penny there. But um, that's part of it. You know, like you got to have the money to shell that out. 100%. So going to some of our PGA wins – that we hit this past weekend at the Rocket Mortgage. Saturday, we went 3-2 and two with a plus 260 winner. And on Sunday, which was yesterday, dude, my week is just shot. I have no idea what day it is even. But yesterday, we went 8-2. and two. So combined for an 11-4 and four weekend, uh, just, just live betting. And if you're in the Slack channel, you're obviously very aware of this. But we can go 11-4 and four using a certain method that uh, Mikey, my good friend and brother, came up with um long story short and you can this is a free tip i mean this is a free tip for for anyone listening you don't have to join the the slack channel you um you pretty much take guys who have good ball striking and poor putting and you pick them against matchups who have the exact opposite bad ball striking and good putting if they're rolling in 30 footers they're rolling in 45 footers they're uphill downhill they're doing all kinds of crazy stuff and getting lucky we want to fade that so if you combine what you were saying, Tyler, about the sports cards, maybe you didn't get into some cards yet. <clears throat> Excuse me. And we'll talk about late entries uh, in a second. You know, you can make money even if you don't like golf. Just join the Slack channel. And we went 11 and four last weekend. You, let's just say you don't, you don't want to put $100 on everything. I don't blame you. Let's say you put 10 bucks on everything. Well, I mean, do the math there with a plus 260 winner. I mean, that's, that's like groceries for the week. That pays your bills or it doesn't pay your bills. Maybe it'll buy you a Nintendo Switch or something like that. That's what me and my brother did with our bowl money last year. We bought a Nintendo Switch. I don't know if you – do you have a, a Switch, Tyler? I do. Yeah, the only game I have is um, – what's it called? Super Smash. I don't even have Mario Kart, dude. I'm such a loser. But I got <laughs> to get on Mario Kart too. I heard they're actually trying to combine Mario Kart as well as Super Smash. Is that, is that true? Yeah, I, do. I haven't I haven't heard that, but I do know one thing. If um we are well, if we get the second wave of the virus as bad as they say, if you want to switch now, you should really stock up because they're going to start charging outrageous prices for them again. So oh, that's interesting. Yeah, yeah, we well, definitely stock up on switches. You should. <laughs> <laughs> that means that you should join our Discord and our Slack right now, then, because you can get some free switches with all the money that we make. But anyway, we'll do a Nintendo podcast, I guess, later in a week or so. But back to basketball here. I mentioned late entries. Give something for the person who is talking about Tyler Hero. Man, I knew he was going to be good. I, why, didn't I, why didn't I take him? Is there anyone I can jump in on now? And you see maybe not a double or triple. Maybe you see a 50% gain. Maybe you do see a double or triple. Are there any guys like that? Like I would say the big five are Ja, Luka, LeBron, Giannis, and Zion. If there's anyone I'm missing, of, of course, you know, shout it out. But 
who are some of the late entry guys that someone who's listening now can get in on? Right. So you just named your big five. And the reason that this guy's cards are so undervalued is because people don't really think of him because he's such a quiet personality. I'm big on gaps. So if there are two players that I view as equal, but one selling for 50 and one selling for 10, I'm going to buy up the $10 card because I know once the playoffs come, it's going to go up and it is going to go up triple, quadruple. And that guy, no surprise here, is Kawhi Leonard. Kawhi's pink hyper optic from this year, from 2019-2020, Dunruss optic, his pink hyper parallel is only going for a mere $6. To put that in comparison, LeBron's is going for over 50. The only difference is that people do not view Kawhi on the same level as LeBron, even though he has proved time and time again that he really is. I mean, he carried a very subpar Raptors team throughout the playoffs to a championship last year. Um, so I'm really big on Kawhi. I think that if you can buy some of these 2019-2020 optics or prisms up cheap, you 100% should. Because at the end of the day, if he wins one or more rings with the Clippers, he's going to be remembered as a Clippers player rather than a Spurs or a Raptors player. Yeah, yeah, I would agree with that. I would say a piece of advice from me on that is if you want to buy low opportunity, pick uh, – I don't have any specifics like you do because this is definitely your, your realm. I, I would say nothing gets by you here. But if you take, take all the teams that are on the bubble, this would include Grizzlies or Ja. I think they're the eighth seed now without the playing games. Correct. This would include the Pelicans. That, take all those teams that are on the bubble, go up and down their roster – and then pick out, let's make, make your short list, make your wish list, your four or five guys that you'd be looking at. Because I think that you can buy some guys that were looked over because their teams weren't going to make the playoffs. And now if they get a little run together, maybe they jump in as a seven or eight seed. You know, I think that we'll probably see with these play-in games, um, I would imagine the Grizzlies stay the eight seed. Uh, I believe the Mavs are the seventh seed. So, I mean, that's kind of a strategy you can use also if you don't have any specific players in mind. Just take a look at some schedules. Team A has a really easy road, and they're on the bubble. Maybe you should buy up a couple of their stars. Team B has a really hard schedule. Might be a good idea to fade them, either sell now or just just don't even look at those players. So, man, I'm so 100%. excited for, for basketball to come back. I, I know you are as well. I think some of these cards are going to just just start getting nuts. Yeah, so, so with the um... – with the statement that some of these cards are going to start getting nuts, that's really interesting because what we're starting to see is we're starting to see a shift from people buying the rookies into people buying the second-year cards just because the rookies are getting so expensive. So, like, the Giannis Select, I think it's from 2014-2015, has gone up exponentially over the, the past couple of weeks just because the rookies are outpricing themselves. People still want early cards, so they're buying up the second-year stuff. That's so nice to hear. I would say that Giannis is probably the, the guy that I have the most amount on. So as soon as you say something like that, I get all giddy inside. I actually just shot a text to one of my buddies to, uh, to talk about – we haven't run through eBay in a, in a while because we've, we've just kind of been sitting and holding and grading and stuff like that. I think it's time for another eBay run, um, and I'll let you know what we find because I'm interested in some of those Giannis's, of course. And I also shot him a text about the, about the Kawhi. I thought that was a great point. I mean, for six bucks – that's the kind of, especially, you know, 
getting it graded is well actually here's i was gonna i was gonna mention this in the baseball card section but here's my my theory on why i like to pick up ungraded cards under ten dollars so we can use this is a perfect segue actually Kawhi is six bucks i would imagine that's raw so you Correct. look at the aaron judge cards his are under ten dollars i would love to pick up those cards raw because you probably have a higher percent chance of getting nines nine and a halfs and tens because people look at it and go five dollar aaron judge card six dollar Kawhi card i don't feel like spending 30 bucks to get this graded and plus i gotta i gotta do all the shipping the uh the coronavirus is making things hard i don't want my package to get lost it's only a five dollar card i'll just wait maybe he'll jump up in the in the middle of the season it'll be 20 bucks and then that's that's good for me i think that you're going to find a lot of diamonds in the rough here for those five and six dollar cards that if you could just suck it up, just man up and get it graded, just do it. It has to be done it, once you get it and it looks like it can check out. And uh, I think that you could be kind of sitting on, I don't want to say a gold mine because I don't want to just, uh, you know, Aaron Judge is still going to have to be healthy and Kawhi is still going to have to get past the Lakers. But I think those are two prime examples where get it raw. If you're afraid to put yes. in a hundred bucks per card, get it raw. Look at yes. getting it graded because you'll probably yes. have a good chance with some of those cards. Once again, I don't want to offend anyone, but if you are, let's say, you know, the big, um, I guess, phase now is ripping all of the boxes. So if you're pulling Zion, Jai, if you're pulling LeBron, Hollows, and stuff like that, and you're not getting it graded at the end of the day, you're only shorting yourself. You're not hurting me because I'm going to buy them up cheap. I'm going to grade them, and then I'm going to flip them for 10 times what I paid for less than a month of work. So if yep. you're if if you're pulling big cards or if you see these cards on eBay and you think, oh well, you know, what am I gonna make 14 bucks? You're looking at it the complete wrong way. Money's not just gonna fall into your lap. You have to do a little bit of work, but this is the most minimal amount of work you have to do to make huge ROI. You buy the card, you look at it. I I personally review all cards for members of my group for free. So you buy a whole bunch of cards. You send them to me. If I if I know they're not going to grade PSA 9 or 10, I'll send them back to you. We won't even bother, you know, sending them in and getting 7s or 8s. Um, what a great so, tool. That's awesome, actually, man. That's very yeah, good. So, so actually what we just did was we just gave away five BGS five-day um, submissions. So five different people want a BGS five day for people that don't know what that is. You send your cards to me. I send them to BGS. And then in five days, five to 10 days, because they are a little bit backed up, your cards will be back graded to me. So like right now, um, we have a guy that sent in a LeBron Bowman Chrome rookie. Normally this service is $50. He pays nothing because he's got a big card that he doesn't know how to grade. Send it to me. I'll take care of it for you. Um, another one is a Zion Silver Mosaic, which is around like a seven, $800 card graded. We're hoping it gets to, you know, 1.8, 1.9, but we'll just have to see. Hopefully those Pelicans make a, uh, a late push. The other one yep. is a Ja Morant Nior out of five signature auto. Um, so we're going to send that in. Hopefully that gets a nine. Some of those, some of those brands like Nior though, you know, they, those, those corners never come out of the pack, right? So I'm thinking that's going to be probably an eight, eight, five, nine, but that's still going to be a several thousand dollar card. Um, so wow. once again, I guess my big spiel on this is you need to be buying raw. You need to learn what to look for when you're buying raw um, grade cash out. It's literally, it's like a three-step process that people just, they just can't find, you know, five, 10, 15 minutes out of their day to ship some cards to BGS or PSA. 
it always amazes me. I'll never understand it, but dude, same, same. You should make a t-shirt <laughs> Buy grade cash or, or yeah, something. I mean, I, dude, I just million dollar idea right there. I've been doing this for 10 years and that's how I've made all of my money. Like, so is there ever a spot where you'd, you'd recommend getting like buying a PSA nine or a PSA 10? I've, I've always felt um, like some of the more of the blue chip guys, like I, I would feel like someone who has a LeBron or a Giannis in their possession chances are they're going to get it graded if it looks good. So I'd rather pay for a PSA nine or 10 if it's a super blue chip guy, just because right. I don't want to run the risk of it, it being practically ripped in half or folded right. when I get it, you know, right. that, that's, that's just how I feel. I don't know if you're, if you're the same way on, on some of those graded ones. Right. So to me, the, the most undervalued card that's out there is PSA nine. The gap right. between PSA 9 and PSA 10 is ridiculous, especially on some of these older cards. If you go back to the early 90s inserts and you look at the Michael Jordan um, hollow jams or the Michael Jordan um, en Enfuegos or the Michael Jordan sticky fingers, you know, all, all of these beautiful 90s inserts. I love 90s inserts. 90s basketball inserts, my favorite cards out there. Um, but you look at the difference between a PSA 9 and a PSA 10, it's almost $500, $600 difference. Now, for somebody like myself that's in this for the long term, why wouldn't I pick a Michael Jordan Sticky Fingers PSA 9 up for $60 and sit on it for 30, 40, 50 years and then cash out for several thousand down the line? I'm not missing that 30, 40, 50 bucks. Yeah, yeah. No, that's, that's completely true. Um, it's, a, it's a classic case of shelling it out now and just cashing later. And I think that a mature person likes that. They like, they understand that strategy. Someone who invests in markets in general gets that. If you're a sports gambler, sports card investor, maybe you play the stock market, you understand you have to pay a little more sometimes to get something done. So Correct. I couldn't, I, mean, I couldn't agree like more all there. Those guys, for all those guys that are, that are like that out there, I'll tell you a story about one of my group members joined, had no clue about sports cards. Listen to what I said, bought 36 boxes of um, Panini Mosaic first off the line basketball this year. We hit the Dutch auction at the lowest possible point prior to it selling out. And he's made, um, I think 15 grand. I think wow. 15 grand in less than a month just because he can follow markets. If you can follow markets, if you can follow sports betting, if you can follow stocks, if uh, you like to flip stuff, I mean, there's so many different feeders that lead to the same spot. You will do great in this market. Dude, this is, it's music to my ears, man, because I do love markets, and they were probably my second love, and ironically, my first love was baseball, so moving right. on to baseball cards here, because basketball is king, you know, we touched on NFL because there was some important news that just broke, and basketball is king, I would say, in the sports market, but baseball is coming back, so I'm trying not to eliminate baseball from my mind completely, they've lost me a little bit, it's a little more boring, a lot of people taking pitches. Um, there's less excitement. It's more of a money ball type strategy. Where do you see the uh, investing in the MLB right now headed? Me personally, I just picked up a parallel of Bellinger because it's got like a, a shorter print run. I just right. kind of want to get your sense of the state of baseball, who to invest in, who not to invest in, and just and get more specific here because we know that MLB is coming back now. Well, starting off, I don't know who the MLB switched to as their promo guy, but the promo video that the MLB put out uh, earlier this week or last week is one of the best that I've seen. You know, it's got the it's Dodgers exciting, players. Dude. Yeah, I mean, it's got the Dodgers players running on the beach. It's got Aaron Judge in New York. I mean, I think that's, that's beautiful. You know, that's like one of those things 
I need baseball to make me excited for baseball again because baseball has really slipped to that third tier below NFL and NBA to me personally. As somebody that grew up playing baseball, grew up watching baseball, um, unfortunately, I am an Orioles fan, so I have to hear all (laughs) the stories from the 70s and 80s when they were so great, but I've never seen it. Um, Yeah, yeah. I think that, you know, that's one of the things that baseball just needs to keep attracting a younger, newer crowd. Um, One thing that I think that they should do since fans aren't going to be in the stands this year, do, do a metal bat home run derby. Do something that like that. That would be where, so fun, man. Where, oh, like, I goodness. can watch these guys just hit moonshots. Because I yeah. would line up. I would, have, I would have a viewing party for me and all my friends. Come over. We're going to drink some beer. And we're going to watch these guys crush home runs with metal bats. <laughs> I think that would be a, a, a great selling point for the MLB. But I don't know if they'll ever do it. Um, as far as MLB teams, I think it's going to be really interesting. Out of the NL, I'm looking at probably the Dodgers or Braves to make a serious uh, push. And then in the AL, I'm really looking for the Yankees, and I don't know who, um, to come out. I think that the Yankees are going to have a huge bounce back year. Aaron Judge is a guy that I have bought low, um, just because people forget how good Aaron Judge is when he's healthy. I mean, that guy is a towering figure with a huge strike zone that if you put it over the plate, you can wave goodbye because it's not coming back. It's not staying in that ballpark. Um, So, I mean, I think it's going to be really – Interesting. I'm also interested to see how Otani does back on the Angels. I'm interested to see if, you know, Trout can finally get into the postseason, 60-game season. Um, so I definitely think it's going to be interesting. No, no minor league, though. So that's, that's very, very interesting as well, how some of these farm systems will be hurt by this pandemic. Yeah. Yeah, that's kind of sad, um, especially because they don't, they don't make a ton. You know, they make they like 1500 bucks a week or a month or, yeah. or, you know, depending on the guy, but, uh, Pretty look, sure I love, month. yeah, 1500 bucks is like nothing in a month, you yeah. know, like that's, that's crazy. I heard David Price actually started to pay some of the, uh, the minor leaguer salaries and he hasn't played a, a game yet for the Dodgers. I, I think he's on the Dodgers anyway. And I thought that was really cool. You know, it's just a nice job by him to start picking something up like that. Actually, actually act instead of just just yep. complain like a lot of the, the players and the owners have done but yep. more specifically with on the field stuff I'm huge into Bellinger and Judge Judge because he's so cheap and like you said I mean I think we, we might have even talked I literally talk about this every day with anyone who will listen I have lost track to who I've talked to about this he's gonna he's gonna have the power he's so marketable he's the face of the Yankees New York market blah 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 it goes on and on if you can't see without me explaining it if you can't see without us explaining why Judge will be a top guy you just you don't you probably just don't like baseball so and there's nothing Agreed. wrong with that but that's why you're a part, that's why you're listening you want to know what guys to bet on and judge is definitely one of the guys that i'm betting on however the other guy is bellinger and definitely not really going out on a limb here i mean it, it doesn't get any more blue chip than bellinger in baseball but the reason why i like him more now is because if trout doesn't play because of this uh corona stuff because he's expecting a child i heard that he's he's like almost hesitant and that would make Bellinger pretty much the only guy on the West Coast that will be able to capture the audience. So Except you get Yankees. everyone. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's a little up in the air because I think Mookie might have been a product of some of the cheating that was going on in Boston. I think that Bellinger has proven that he's suffered for a while and then bounced back. And look, I'm not naive. I would imagine every ball club cheats in some way, like with those cameras and stuff. But I'd right. love to see Mookie do it away from Boston 
And heck, man, Mookie being in the lineup might even help Bellinger also because you got to pitch so. to one of them. Yeah, you know, so, so who knows? With a 60-game season, you know, anything that could happen. We could see a team go like, uh, you know, 47 and do the math, whatever that is, 47 to 13 or something ridiculous. I mean, 60 right. games is not a lot at all. So someone catches hot. If Bellinger is just catching, you know, uh, you know, fastballs down the middle, for uh, for weeks at a time, he could have a good month, and there it is. That's he he is now the leader in everything, and I don't think that uh, Trout's going to have his mind ready for baseball if he's right. complaining now about the coronavirus. So I'm also dude, it really like high on the same page. Yeah, I'm also really high on Glaber Torres up there in New York. I mean, I think that he's he's a tear off of being a quote unquote blue chip, but I think this season is going to be the season he breaks into that blue chip role. I mean, this guy has a lot of charisma, um, you know, when the stuff came out about um, Giancarlo Stanton hitting that line drive off Tanaka's head, Glaber, you know, came out and defended his teammates. That type of stuff doesn't go unnoticed in the clubhouse. And don't be surprised if you see Glaber Torres being a little bit more vocal this year. And I'd love to see that out of any athlete. Yeah, no doubt. That is a great job for sure, man. So it looks like the big three uh, U.S. sports, anyway, we have nailed. We have NFL, we covered – NBA, of course, we covered, and that does it for, for the MLB minute here. Now, you did want to talk about – I think we're, we might have clashing opinions here, man, and I'm not even the UFC guy here. That would be Mikey again. Mikey's getting a double shout-out. We, we can't have that. But anyway, uh, what is – give me your UFC breakdown here, man. We're almost, we're almost to the end, so we got to finish strong here. Talk to me about the UFC. Okay, so for this fight that's coming up on Fight Island, there's been a ton of hype around it, right? Everybody's been talking about it. I think it's going to be one of the most purchased UFC pay-per-views of all time on Fight Island. Um, we all know that Usman's opponent had to pull out and insteps Jorge game-bred Masvidal. Yep. If Masvidal opens as a large underdog, I am very, very, very tempted to bet the house on him. Because if Masvidal can defend that takedown and if Masvidal can keep Usman on his feet and not get sucked into wrestling him. Masvidal is one of the only UFC fighters that has the potential to knock him clean out. Yeah, that, it's going to be so, like you said, it's going to be such a great fight. I cannot wait for this. Um, Any, I do, anybody that fought with Kimbo Slice in Florida, that's who I want my money on. <laughs> Dude, that, I did not Kimbo, think that I would I hear that guy's you. name. That's it. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, I'm not, again, I'm not the UFC guy. I listen to my brother who is the UFC guy. I know that he has an early lean on Usman. So okay. what we're going to do is probably put out a, a pod um, just on that for, I don't know, maybe in, maybe in a couple of days, we'll, we'll check everyone's schedules, but I can't even defend it. I mean, you're making good points. I'd love to hear his opinion on it. Um, Me too. I'll, I'll make, dude, I'll make sure to, uh, to check. I, I know that there are some sports books here that already have it uh, up, unfortunately. And what's his face? Um, Usman is not looking like it's going to be a play on, on my end. I, I, I want to bet him, but he's at like minus 280 in some places. I'm going to have to use one of those 30% vouchers. Um, I don't know if you guys have those in, in Maryland, but on, on DraftKings, on the app, they give you like whatever it is. You opt into a certain thing and they'll give you like 30% better odds or something like that. I, whatever that is, I want a part of that. Cause that's just, that's just free money. But uh, dude, I don't know. There's no sports cards in UFC, but I'd love to have an Usman card. That was one of my favorite fights when he absolutely dominated Woodley. Um, he made him look like a little boy and that was kind of cool. But um, Hey, 
Uh, dude, I, I just can't wait for that. So last segment here, last segment, we're calling it risk it all. This is a thing that I just thought of in the past 30 seconds. This, I basically pose the question to you. If you had a thousand dollars to invest right now in sports cards, where are you putting it and why? Now you can split it up if you want, or you can just put the grand on someone else. So let me know. What's it going to be, dude? Thousand dollars. Go. If we're looking at short term, I would definitely bet the NBA playoffs. I would bet on the job Morant uh, BGS 9.5 Prism. I think that's going for around $200 right now. I think it, when the Grizzlies get in, that's going to jump to about 300 during the playoffs. And I think once he wins Rookie of the Year, it jumps to around 400 I would bet on that. I would bet on the Kawhi Leonard's um, that I talked about earlier, the Optic Hyper Pink Parallel. Um, I think that that card's going to go up substantially, probably to $60 raw from $6. If you get it graded, I think after the playoffs, it'll be at around $150. Um, and then I would also go with LeBron James. I think that the Lakers are really going to walk to an NBA title this year. I think that LeBron's base prism, it's only selling for around $30 right now raw uh, for good copies. I, I think that when the Lakers win, it goes up to around 100. PSA 10 is probably going to go up to around 300. So those would be my top three picks if you're looking for quick ROI would just be stick with basketball because we know that's coming back. You know, football is still up in the air. I've been reading a lot about the NCAA saying that Ivy League's not going to play. Well, if Ivy League doesn't play, then everybody's probably going to follow suit uh, this fall. So I think that if you want a safe bet, it would be basketball 100%. Yeah, I'm, I'm riding NBA with you as well. I'm looking at John Luca. I'll probably split up uh, 25% each. And then I'm going to be looking at um, just because my current collection has a lot of Giannis, not that you could ever have too much Giannis, of course, but I would go 50% with LeBron only because I have, um, I have a, a million, you know, Giannis cards, but yeah, same exact reasons. I mean, the jaw is going to shoot up, you know, the, the Luke is going to shoot up LeBron, Giannis, blah, blah, blah. We've talked about this a hundred times. You cannot miss out on this. This is such a good market, especially now that's your quickest flip for some cash right now. Cold, hard cash. So, Tyler, now the time comes where you can plug your stuff. Plug your Discord. Talk about your Instagram. Uh, give everything away here, man. Let's, let's hear it. Let the people know where they can find you. Awesome. Yeah, so you can find us on Instagram at Card Kings Investments. You can follow us on Twitter at The Card Kings. Those are the main two places that you can view some of our successes, some of the member wins, just so you can see that everything is legit. Uh, we have uh, highlighted channels pretty much for members, testimonials and stuff like that. Um, if you're interested, just please fill out the form and then DM us. Uh, we will be restocking sometime this month. We recently had a situation where similar groups were trying to pretty much join to steal our info to post in their group. So we are being much more selective of who we let in. Um, but, but yeah, uh, we had a really great week last week. We secured over 200 boxes of the NBA Optic restock on Walmart. So those are starting to come in. Those, um, once I saw again, that, yeah. You once again, a great, a great investment. You can turn $40 into 120 real quick on one box. So Yeah, definitely. I mean, you, you got to have that. Um, I'm, I'm definitely uh, I'm pumped for you guys. I think you guys are killing it. As usual, guys, you know, we've said this, said this all the time. Uh, you can DM us for more details on the Slack channel. Tons of experts throwing all different kinds of picks in there. Went 11 and 4 this weekend on PGA. Your first month is completely free. Me and Tyler are cut from the same cloth. We, cloth. we want to be honest. We don't want to 
swindle you guys, ask us any questions. Our first month is completely free, no strings attached. We want to help you make money. So Tyler, dude, another episode in the books. I'm definitely pumped for episode three. We'll see what the comments are like. We'll see what kind of topics we want to throw at you for episode three in our card series here, man. But dude, thanks again. Be safe. I'm glad you had a good weekend. I'll talk to you soon. You as well. Thank you so much. All right, buddy. See ya.